Hello and welcome to the Northern Monkeys Football Show. Um, we would normally talk about what has been a brilliant week of football. There's been a promotion, the relegation, two FA Cup semi-finals. Um, some good games of football, some really good games. The ballot championship has, has become really good. Um, League One and League Two is coming to an end. Well, good if you're not supporting the bottom three teams. Um, League One and League Two are coming to a really good conclusion. Even below that, the conference is becoming really, really tight at the top with games and handling and things like that. But there is only one place to start in the world of football. So we were going to come on to that. As we have tonight, we now have no Odin because we are recording whilst the Leeds game is on. Um, we can work around it, unfortunately. So we have got Nuttall with us. I'm hearing me at Dortmund top tonight as a show of, I can't find where my badge is, as a show of uh, <laughs> solidarity for them uh, rejecting rejecting to join. Very good. And Wayne? I'm hearing my 2003-2004 Sheffield Wednesday top, which was <laughs> the first top that I bought when I got a season ticket at Wednesday. Not this particular size. I was a lot smaller back then. <laughs> um, but my first ever season ticket, this is the first shirt I bought, so it was, it was, uh, I felt it was important to wear that one today. Yeah, and I'm wearing my home T-shirt again, um, supporting, as we as we do on this podcast, support the football pyramid right down to the very bottom. Um, so I need to start with one thing as well, which would shock Odin, if he was here, mm. which is uh, come on Leeds for tonight. Yeah, come on, Leeds. Start that, start that straight away. We'll get that out of the question. Dan Senior's just at vinegar stroke, but um, yeah. <laughs> I, I can't bring myself to say. I'm sorry. I, uh, I'm using. <laughs> I'm for a natural disaster. I'm using my principles. I'm going for it. Come on, Leeds. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather do a natural disaster. I think we uh, <laughs> sort of took took a lot of things out rather than uh, rather than Leeds win. And yet, when I ask for a Boko Haram strike, all of a sudden it's out of order. Yeah, you know. When you get specific, I think is the problem. I'm not saying I've got connections. Well, it would surprise me. Um, we've even got a treat from our. We've got a, we've got a Spanish correspondent coming on this week as well, which we'll come to later on uh, to talk about. The, so the main story, the only story in football, uh, is the European Super League, the proposed European Super League. Uh, if you don't know about this, I honestly don't know where you've been. Uh, it's the story of the day we're in the middle of a COVID crisis and. The Queen's husband's died, but this is the big story in the world at the minute. Um, six Premier League clubs plus three from Spain and then three from Italy um, are trying to – it's effectively to replace the Champions League. It's not actually to replace the Premier League or their own league. It's to replace the Champions League. Um, it's a grab at lots and lots of money. This has been basically created by Real Madrid. Real Madrid, Manu and Liverpool are the three main teams that have done this. Uh, started this movement um, and it's a threat to football in general uh, there's been many people speaking a lot of different things over the past 24 hours 48 hours uh, that have condemned this not all in my life I don't think I've ever seen anything as widely agreed upon as people rejecting this idea it's brought so many people together that I, I've never seen this before in, in life not just football it's uh well I think I think uh will like Nash mourn Princess Diana altogether I I, can't, I think it's quite or or the lambasted Osama bin Laden for 
fucking pouring a flame into <laughs> Twin Towers. All right, fucking so hell. There is other incidents <laughs> during our lifetime that have united people, I would say. All right, I'm yes, I understand I just... Okay. Seven seven wasn't really a, a debate, was it? Let's be fair. <laughs> no, I suppose. But yeah, I, but, I take your point, like see that there has been obviously a, a big outcry, and rightly so, about it. Um, it's been on cards for a long time. We know that they the, they they want a bigger slice of the pie than they already get, which is much bigger than most in that division. Mm. Uh, you know their argument. They do. They are the saleable assets, but they've got to remember that they're only the saleable assets. They are because they are part of this structure. Um, Man U, Liverpool, American owners, closed shop franchise. That's how it works in America. That's what they want. That um, and that's why they want to get involved. It's greed. They don't need to. They're making enough money as they are. They're qualifying most most years uh, for Champions League anyway. So it, it's f- from a Man Liverpool point of view, it's literally greed in my opinion. Uh, Real Madrid have got ma- massive financial issues. So you can see the reason behind them Barcelona getting involved. The, the thing that's really annoying me about this is the teams that are involved with it and 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 realistically, in in modern in modern times, I've no right to to have been invited to party. Like AC Milan, Inter Milan, I've been good, I've been truly good in European uh, terms since late nineties, um, early two thousands maybe, yeah, yeah. early early two thousands. But yeah, the, uh, football Italia was the peak of Italian football. Mm. It's, it's your mid nineties. Um, Juventus are falling away this season, so you can see why they're. Arsenal and Tottenham. Mad. It's a joke. <laughs> but it's a joke in general. Wayne's probably going to go on a much longer run than than I am. But they're going to try and push it through. But I, I think fans can condemn it as much as they want. I don't think they'll make a difference because they don't care. And if, it, if what the fans that have said mattered, it wouldn't have got to this stage. Um, it's the for me. It's the players. The players have got to stand up and say we're not doing this because they're the ones that can quash it like that. Um, yeah. It's having enough of them make the stand and say no. I suppose if if what you read is right about Mourinho, that's what he's done. But I think he's probably trying to get some kudos, given he was probably going to be on his way out anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. Um, there was a comment today, we tweeted out the video from Sky Sports, uh, where one of the board members of one of the English clubs, I assume Liverpool, but I don't know, I, I would, but it's fair to say Liverpool on my new, basically said that the welfare of the game win is secondary. The most important thing to them is maximising the financial assets of the club, essentially. Um, that's not a surprise that they think that. It's a surprise to me that they don't give a fuck and they're just going to say it anyway and don't, and don't care what anybody says? Um, I don't think I'm that surprised, to be honest. Uh, I don't... <laughs> How long have you got? So, um, I don't think it's about that big a surprise. If you look at the record on um, voting and on what they've proposed, in the Premier League over the recent years, particularly with the Glaciers at Man U, 
but especially FSG have been the same um, at Liverpool. It's not really that surprising. Arsenal have always been a commercial club for the last probably pushing 20 years now, definitely 15, they've been a commercial club. Um, it's never particularly mattered to them what the fans think. Hence the season ticket prices since they moved into Emirates, which would be absolutely stupid. Um, Man City is the one that surprises me a little bit because it's a complete detachment from what the owners are and what the fans are at that club. You do see very little fan, uh, little, very little in the fan base of people who are going to shop at Waitrose. Uh, yeah. It's a very working class club. And even since, even in the last 10 years, he's still trying to keep that foundation. I, I think I'd agree with you on that, is that the owners have always bought in to try and improve the local area as well. It's not like they've come in and they're yeah. trying to go, well, what, what, I know just, just they are. Trophies. I know that's the main aim, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it is, but then it's not like they're in it to make money. I don't know. I don't know. I feel mm. like they've probably gone along with it because the other five have. I don't well, feel like Man City would Apparently Chelsea are a similar boat. But apparently Man City and Chelsea were not the instigators, but when they were told about the project, the, the thought was that if they didn't go with it, they would then be left behind and have Manu and Chelsea in the Premier League and the other four not in, and then it becomes, a, it becomes SPL, doesn't it? You've got two yeah. teams fighting for Tata, realistically. That's the story anyway. Yeah, um, the, the beauty of the Premier League, though, is there's always been big clubs up there fighting. Uh, historically, um, so you're going to have Leicester, uh, and you'll probably go back to seeing the days of people like Newcastle, Leeds, Villa, Everton again competing. They're not going to win the league, but they're competing. Um, I'm not going to be one of these people that says fuck them, you know, let them go leave the Premier League. It's something. So I don't think that's the right attitude. I don't think I don't think that'd be good for anyone involved. Um, there are benefits to tell them to you know fuck off and having. Um, some of the middling teams actually get the chance again, but I don't think it's the right attitude. I think the only way to accurately sum up your disdain for these clubs is to physically show your disdain to them. I'm not buying a season ticket. I'm not buying merchandise. That's the only thing that it's going to in any way affect them. Worldwide, we'll they still get the merchandise sales and things like that. They will. That's the thing. Yeah. So it won't hit them, and that's why they don't care because they know that worldwide, over over here, is probably only a small small portion of what they're making. I I, I think threatening to kick it out. I think what UEFA done you've done today, and UEFA have come out much much stronger than I thought they would do. I've basically said, right, if you're going to do this, fine, but you've nothing to do with us anymore. Your players can't play for international teams. You can't be part of UEFA. You can't be part of your national leagues. You've got to go stronger. I, I'm not, I, I agree with you, Wayne, that I don't think them not being in the Premier League is good. But you can't have six people in England and three in Spain and whatever holding the entire Europe to ransom because of what they want. You've got... UEFA have got to be willing to pull the trigger. I, I, I don't want them to. UEFA don't want them to. But they've got to be willing to get rid if they if Man U and Liverpool force their hand. Got to be willing. There are bigger problems with doing that, though. Um, TV broadcasting companies have already said that they they will sue if these clubs aren't playing uh, in domestic and Champions League games, and the amount of money that they get from them, any sort of. Um, lawsuit that comes their way is going to kill those clubs and kill the league. I actually, I think they've already got them over a barrel. I think it's just a matter of uh, how long the spanking goes on for. 
I don't think we've got much. Of a, I don't think we've got much of a choice on it. Um, the only way is to kill them in the long term. And just well, said to them, you, you, you're not said to parents to no, we're not supporting that club anymore. We're not going to buy that shit. We're not going to. Um, we're not going to buy that season ticket. That's the only way that's going to kill them because you aren't going to kill them in the short term. This is going to happen. This league. And whether that means uh, that they stop playing in their national leagues or not is irrelevant because they'll earn a lot more money playing in this European Super League with the amount of money that's been banded around. Yeah, I, I don't think players at that end will take not being able to play for the nations. I don't Most think they'll have that. I don't, I don't know. They will get some, but I think mm, the I vast think, majority will say, no, I want to play for my country. I think it depends on what stage of the career they're at. If, I think right, you'll, have high enough, you'll, have a, you'll have a high enough percentage, surely. I, I don't think it will go through in its current guys. I think they're no. using this as probably because they haven't even got enough teams. They're saying to no. 20 teams. Uh, the Germans have obviously not signed up, which is a massive thumbs up to this Fano model mm. because that's the reason they haven't signed up because they've got the they've got the fans having their say. Massively surprised that PSG haven't signed up. To be honest, I'm very with you. surprised. Uh, I don't don't know at what conversations have happened there, but obviously with ownership at PSG, I don't. Did they go for anybody else in France? Um, I doubt it. They went for Porto, didn't they? In yeah. Uh, uh, um, I don't think there's anybody else yet. No, nobody else has come out and said that they have rejected or been approached. Yeah, but obviously it's been massively condemned by everybody else. So when they still got eight places as it's as it is now to fill five of them by way of uh, qualification, but what if teams turn around and say we're not playing in it? But qualify, hmm. we're not playing in it. And to be honest with you, what's the point? Because they're probably going to finish bottom of it anyway. Well, yeah, yeah. And what if they do win it? And you know, this this is another question that is pointless. Well, exactly. Let's say Leicester qualify for winning league, win it, but then finish seventh. Well, they've won it, and then they can't be back in it because they're not part of a mem- part, part of the a membership. It... Go it's, it's estimated that the founding members, the twenty members, will get four hundred million dollars mm. each. Yeah, it's uh, Wall Street Company, JP Morgan. JP Morgan, J- yeah. JP Morgan backed by Elliott Venture Capital. Who own AC Milan? Paul Singer. Well, Ed, 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 Edward would also use the word Paul Singer. Yeah, cinema. Taking, t- taking time out from it. <laughs> yeah. on, on cheers. Yeah, that's, that's where the money's coming from. Yeah. And anyone who tries to get involved with uh, Elliot Management needs to sort of back away straight away because they're an absolute virus. Um, but that's the problem. That's why you've got uh, Ivan Gazidis, who's going to be, is it the vice chairman or something? Joe Blazer. Joel, Joel there's, there's a few, there's a few in there. Yeah. That UV guy's vice chairman as well, whoever he is. Now I thought, I thought the UV chairman and Glazier were vice president, and then you've got oh, vice yeah, chairman. Yeah, 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 that was right. Yeah. Yeah. Stan Kroenke is going to be a vice chairman, uh, vice chairman as well, isn't it? It's just a way of getting themselves some money. I blame, I blame yeah. Perez. I blame Perez at Real. That's, oh, it, that's where it's all comes from. It's a lot of Perez. There's a big election coming apparently, which is a big part of why he's pushing it. But, but the, I, I saw, but the point being, why would you why would you turn down four hundred million? You will get a, even if you played in the Premier League, which gets the most TV money in the world, 
and the Champions League and won the Champions League, you wouldn't even get. I think I think the total of the Premier League and winning the Champions League gets you something like in dollars about two hundred eighty million dollars. Because that's where the thing is. I think it's that. Yeah. Whereas playing one season in this is four hundred million. But if you're a founder member of this, you're going to get four hundred million every fucking season. It's only going to go up because it don't particularly matter what happens in Europe. The money for TV deals is in the Far East and in America. That's where the money for TV deals are. And they will lap that up every day at week. But if people aren't watching it? What if people aren't watching it? But they will in the Far East, because America particularly, where they're used to a closed closed franchise system, they did have an American on uh, Sky Sports News earlier, and he, he basically said a lot of Americans can't understand the reaction in Europe. Yeah. With Manu against Real that were played in uh, in Michigan in Ann Arbor, and they filled the stadium at 109,000. 110, 109,000, yeah. Uh, they will, they will take. They don't have to play in, in Europe. They can play it around the world, and they will still fill out the stadiums. The only way of getting them in the long term is to kill the English and European market. If you said to them, "It's not commercially viable in, in in England and in Europe for you to go into this league," it might be worldwide, but those markets can collapse at any time. Whereas in Europe, the markets have been pretty strong for, as records, yeah, there have been also recessions that, but it's been pretty steady where it records around. The, the markets haven't collapsed as many times as they have done in the Far East. As long as you can say that, that is the only way to stop it, and that will be in the long term. In the short term, it will happen, and there's absolutely nothing anyone can do about that. It's all about killing it in the long term. I think you're here for, I don't think they hold the cards, but I think they've got a strong hand at the minute. Right, whether, whether they've got enough to call their bluff, they have the cards right. It is about who's going to be strongest, and, yeah. and just hold on and just stick to there, because obviously they've uh, the, those clubs have withdrawn from ECA as well, haven't they? And, well, and, I, and I think yeah, and, I, and I'm I'm not convinced if that's just a stunt. I think they're both trying to test each other's mm. how far they're prepared to go before they give up. Some because I think that's all. I think they just want what they want. Those six English clubs particularly. Yeah. All right, you've got your Italian clubs, your Spanish clubs that probably need the money in European terms, mm. which is what we, Spain don't want to end up falling away like Italy have, um, mm. which they could do with a lack of funds out there at this moment in time. Uh, but the English ha- have the money. They have all the money in Europe. They can buy the best players, apart from your PSGs, obviously, or state or funded clubs. Um from a TV deal point of view, they've got it all anyway. So I, th- I, th- I think the English clubs are using it to try and force the. They want a coefficient voting and things like that, don't? Yeah. They? Uh, and I, I think that's what they're, they're going to try and use this as. I still wouldn't be surprised to see it not happen. I don't think it'll happen. I, I think, I think it's one thing to point out. I don't think anybody's against. Karen Hill said this. Nobody's really against the modernisation of football. If you want to revamp the Champions League, they're, they're doing a revamp now. I said, I said, I'm not a particularly big fan of it. It's not actually well, that they, good of a revamp. Well, they, they think this is part of the reason because they've extended the teams but kept the prize money the same, so everybody's money's going yeah, down. From, exactly. From uh, there, there is, there is, a, there is a way. I don't know what the way is, but there, there is a way where the Champions League can be improved. Although it is the, currently the best club competition in the world, I'm sure there is a way of improving it, which will then see uh, increase the revenue. I, I suspect this is a way of doing that to try and force UEFA into doing that. UEFA, what UEFA will say is we've already made loads of concessions to you. We've done this. We've guaranteed you ten match nights, guaranteed. Plus, you know, finishing the top eight, you've got you know, guaranteed quarter final or whatever it is. 
we're guaranteeing you all this all this income and all right your prize money might go down slightly but you've got guaranteed four more games plus the normal knockout games as well what more do you what more can you ever give them realistically other than giving them all the money that other teams are already entitled to because they've earned the place there this this is the essence of it football is a competition and if you're not good at the competition you lose and if you lose you deserve to be effectively punished because you've not been good enough that's what football's based on that's what the game of 100 plus years that's the whole point of why we do this it's brilliant when we win and nobody really likes to lose but that's what makes the winning that little bit better because there's always that chance you could have lost and could have been kicked in the balls that's the joy of football <sighs> it, it completely agree i know that's why you normally sell actually but completely agree <laughs> um, um the issue is for these big clubs is they they don't want to be playing ak athens they don't want to be playing leon they don't want to be playing you know rangers they want to be playing the utterly best teams all at what time because that gets them the most income that gets them the most money from broadcasting deals hmm. and what was the quote from um uh, from premier league chairman earlier um they want to see more Liverpool versus Barcelona, not Watford versus Burnley. Well, I'm sorry, but Watford versus Burnley, you know, Napoli versus Cagliari, uh, Betis versus Sociedad, that's what these nations were built on, those types of games. It should be a privilege to see a, a Real versus Barca. I don't want to see it eight times a season. I come boring. This, this, this yeah, isn't... It's not the Scottish. If they're playing each other all the time, if they're, if they're playing each other all the time, it's just another game, and the teams down the bottom end of that Super League will become the fucking Burnley. Stoke. That's just how it works. It's just how it works. <laughs> That's how football works. The teams down the bottom become less less attractive to watch, shall we say? How do, how does Tottenham get into this? This is the big one. They've got there's no history. They built a new and, and the the, the quote the most commercially the they're the most commercially profitable team in the England. Yeah, that's why they built a new stadium that they're using for NFL, and they've got an Amazon Prime documentary. What the <laughs> fuck are we doing? <laughs> Let's invite Sunderland. Fuck it. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, see, that's what we're doing with our lives. It's also in London, which helps. Because it's it's a, it's a nice location for any, everything. Pick what you want, whatever you want to say. It's a nice location for people who aren't English. They think London's the best thing ever. We've got three London teams in one competition in a closed shop competition. Two teams from one city in Madrid, in Madrid, in Spain. Two teams in one city in Milan. Two teams in one city in Manchester. <laughs> Two teams in one city in Manchester. You've got this European competition that's made up of what five cities or whatever it is. That's just. That's not a European competition, is it? It's just a competition. It's just a. Do you remember the old Emirates tournaments you used to have at the start of the season? Yeah. All them ones. It's just one of them, isn't it? I remember watching. I remember watching. I think we were Real versus Juve, um, in a with Continental Cup or something like that. Oh, the Inter. Um, what's it called? That pre-season Champions Cup or something? Inter, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah that one. And uh, I, I, I just, we were just walking around with. Yeah, there's hundred thousand people. They went, no one gets a toss. It's just, a, it's just a PR exercise. It's not a football match. And the thing is, is, is that sustainable? You know, for one-off games, 
they can take, uh, you talked about them filling that hundred nine thousand stadium for a mm. one-off game. I can I can understand why because it's not every day Real Madrid and Man U will play each other in your city. But can they sustain them crowds if they're playing each other all the time? You can if you're moving it around. You can. Yeah, if... how, how often can you move it around? Realistically, you can't play in a different city every night. There's a, there's a limited number of stadiums it could fill. If, if Man United Real Madrid are not going to organise, let's say, two games in a season, they're going to need at least, they think, a 100-plus thousand-seat stadium or at minimum 90-plus thousand. There's many, not that many, many of them going around. Yeah. And they, yeah. won't fill it, they won't fill it in England. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> it's, again, it's not England where they're going to get the crowds and it's going to be, yeah. uh, you know... If you you if there is a theoretical two hundred thousand seat stadium in Yokohama, they'd fill it. Mm. If there was a theoretical hundred thousand seat stadium in Johannesburg, they'd fill it. If there was a theoretical hundred thousand seat stadium in Shanghai, they'd fill it. Because people would go and watch it in those areas. So as long as as long as it's full, it looks good for the TV broadcasters, and they can say, "Oh, it's packed to the rafters." It doesn't matter if they've paid fifty pence to get in. But, but, so, yeah, but, but the said, TV broadcasters that... knows watching on telly as well, don't they? And that is the most important thing. It's not the people that are in to the broadcasters. It's not who's in the stadium. It's how many people are watching it at home because their adverts are what pay for it. And while ever nobody's watching it, they can't demand the money for the ad- advertisements. Well, the the big money deals are in America. India, China, Japan, South Korea. Check the populations of those countries. It probably, I don't think it'd be that far off three billion. If you check the populations of those countries, two and a half billion, an actual minimum. That's a fucking fair old market they've got. That's it is, also, it, it, it is, it, it is, it, but yeah, you, you, I don't know. I, I, I just look at it. I just look at it and say, Europe it literally is your loyal market that will always be there unless you, you absolutely fuck them. And like you said, there's so much risk. to. I can understand I, from the outset, all right, there's more people, people might pay and watch, but I don't think you'll get the the, the loyalty that you get in Europe to these, because that's where they're from. It's not like, these. they can't have the same affinity to a club. They're not born right corner from the stadium, things like that. I've, mm. I've it's it's fucking bollocks. That's all I can say. It's absolute bollocks. <laughs> I think you underestimate the global merchandising sales that happens in Asia for these big clubs. No, no, I'm fully aware yeah. that they they are massive out there, but they they do it for a picture. I'm gonna get my t-shirt. <laughs> oh yeah, that's I'll get it on Instagram yeah. with my Liverpool shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's move on. Yeah, the, the point is, they don't need the European market to make this successful. The only thing we can do is point out to them that if this doesn't work, and there is, you know, the financial, um, you know, the markets die in Asia, they'll never die in America, but if the markets die in Asia, most of the money goes. That when they come back, they realise that they've made a massive mistake. That's the only way we can do it. It's like breaking up with someone and losing a load of weight just so they can see you. It's the only way you can do this. All right, Pro- prove to them what they missed out. <laughs> yeah, and then you talked about UEFA strong words. The English British government have come out and said, in essence, they will do everything in their powers to stop this from happening. 
uh, whether they were talking about Sky Sports News in a bit more detail, whether that's removing licenses from match days, whether that's removing funds from policing so there's no police can turn up at the game, um, whether that's whatever else, that all options are apparently on the table from the British government to stop this happening. And again, not all. That doesn't happen in football. No, and one thing you can say, right, you can you can lambast the government for <laughs> political reasons, whatever you want. They do. T- they have been quite gung ho in doing things, so mm. it wouldn't surprise me if they did just cut off funding for policing and things like that, which yeah. seems a little bit outrageous. Like, it wouldn't surprise me to see something outrageous like that happen. I, I don't. I don't feel like we should weigh in with a political debate. Well, me and Wayne are on the same. It could derail this football show. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, but but wait, FIFA are big on governments not interfering, but UEFA and FIFA are almost encouraging this at this point for governments to get involved and have a word, aren't they? It's because this new European Super League doesn't appear like it'll be affiliated to either UEFA or FIFA. It could all, it could potentially be the start of a second world governing body in football. I mean, so there are other world governing bodies like Canifra and stuff like that. But as a the potential to start up a second world governing body in football, which just breaks completely breaks the, the sport apart. Because um, I don't see how UEFA would be able to sanction these matches going ahead if they're having a massive effect on the European competitions. Well, you couldn't have this and the Champions League. This is the, this is the point. This should replace the champ. If you were going to yeah, do it, yeah. it should replace the Champions League. But, but, but why you wait? Well, well, and that's and and that's the uh, problem in that uh, you you wait for the lose competition there, and mm, thus yeah. lose all their money. So they, they, I don't doubt that you wait for. Are looking at it also from a selfish point of view, which they're going to well, do yeah. because they're going to lose out on everything that their their competition is built on. Um, I, I, I do. I, I thought when I was reading some of the statements earlier, and the reason they've come out so strong is probably because of that, and and, and they don't want to lose control of their competitions to 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 a few clubs basically, which is which is what the threat, which is what's been threatened. So. Uh, they are going to come out strong, they are going to come out fighting and they're going to do everything they can. And let's just hope that all these people that are saying what they're saying can follow through with what they're saying because if they do, I, I don't think it'll happen. But like, but like Wayne says, it is <laughs> it is going to be a bit of a battle one way or the other as to whether it to whether it goes ahead or not because I don't think the clubs are going to want to back down either. I, I don't see how they can. You know, if if if, if the well, City and Chelsea again, these are reports. City and Chelsea apparently are already trying to get out of this, and they're trying to convince somebody else to come with them to come out of this agreement. But they can't come out on their own. This is the thing: if, if they come out on their own, they are stuck in this league. It, it gives the Premier League a bit more leverage, and it gives you for a bit more leverage. But at the same time, they can't just come out. If so there's the two Italian clubs are not going to pull out because uh, the three probably uh, are not going to pull out Manu no. and Liverpool are definitely not going to pull out 
Uh, Arsenal won't pull out. No, no because well, they, it's their only seat at top table, isn't it, these days? <laughs> Given <laughs> they by invite only. And Real um, and Barca won't pull out. No, probably no. not. Spurs is the one if they can convince them to pull out. I don't, I don't, again, I don't, why would Daniel Levy do it? He's, he's, no, he's, he's guaranteeing himself football, isn't he? Yeah. No, yeah. Think, Spurs will not pull out of the city. Not so right, it'll be City and Chelsea, Atletico Madrid. Yeah. Mm. I'm a little bit surprised. I, I wonder if Atletico have gone in for the same reasons City and Chelsea have supposedly have. Because if they don't, they're screwed. I mean, if Atletico move into this new stadium, maybe that's created a bit of debt that they need to pay back. But Atletico seem, and Diego Simeone, they seem like, I would say they seem like a bit like Jurgen Klopp and their players, like normal people who wouldn't stand for this shit. But look what's happened to Liverpool, I suppose. Jurgen Klopp were quite non committal in his interview as well. Did you see it? Very. Mm. He, he, he was. He used a lot of words to make him sound like he was being authoritative yeah. without actually saying anything. He was very fidgety. Did you notice him? He couldn't yeah. stand still. Like he was fidgety and we were trying to avoid the answers. I, I, I get it. I feel sorry for him. I felt, when Solskjaer did his interview yesterday, I felt a little bit sorry for him because it sounds like they've been completely blindsided. If you believe what they all say, they were told yesterday, all the all the players and I, managers. And I, that's, could believe that. I could believe that. It, it, you know, the story is that it's all been done over uh, WhatsApp groups and Zoom calls, and they've done it to try and keep it as secure as possible. Yeah. So I, I can believe that no mm. one has top echelons would be made aware of this, even the managers and the best, you know, the top players, because there's no benefit to telling those people. If they told them during January transfer window, that's what they're interested in. They would have it's used it as a tool to either get a new contract or a move. Mm. Um, I, I don't think you'll see anyone from these clubs properly come out and lambast this decision because it just won't happen. It'll take um, one. It'll, it'll take one person to come out and have a proper go. And then everybody else will follow. I agree. Has one I of them... agree. It just needs it just needs that one yeah. person. I, I agree. I think it's it'd be like a domino thing. And and that's why I think it's for the players. If the players could just make it just takes one or two. It takes I'm gonna use him as an example because he's done it enough over the last twelve months. Marcus Rashford stands up and says, This is a load of fucking bollocks. I grew up in Manchester. I grew up a dream of playing Champions League football, playing for England, which I'm not going to be able to do any of this if you create this fucking European Super League. I'm not doing it. People will join him. They will. And enough of them, if you get enough support behind it, the club's have, the, the club's hands are tied. If the players won't do it, the club's hands are tied. Leave. I don't think that's necessarily the case. And I know it's completely separate issues, but if you look at, if you look at America and look at Colin Kaepernick, which was the first black NFL player to take mm. the knee. Everyone thought that that would be the wave that started the change in America. Instead, it was vilified. And I think I, it's I, different, I, though, I, isn't it? There's, it there's, is there's, completely different stories. I, I get that it's completely different stories. But when you're dealing with big, major corporations who have vested interests in this, don't necessarily think that one person standing up is going to be a thing. It needs you say to be, that, but Sky, are, Sky are the biggest news outlet in this country, certainly on, on sports matters, and they all and all they're doing is lambasting it right now. Big, they're putting everybody out, out there. Yeah, they have a yeah. weak statement, but it, they put out a statement. But they put they're, they're putting everybody out there that's saying 
this is a shit idea, this is a shit idea. And Sky are probably doing it for their own benefit as oh, well. Oh, God, yeah. They don't want to put... But... Yeah, because they're driving down the cost of the TV deal. BT Sport have got a TV deal for Champions League. Do you really think Sky's not going to go in for this new European Super League TV well, deal? Yeah. Of course well, yeah. Apparent, again, apparently well, well, there's a deal in place with Amazon, Disney+, Plus, Comcast, a yeah. £4 billion pound TV deal has, in principle, been agreed. So Sky... this I agree, this is why Sky, Sky are pushing it. But at the same time, I, I, you get Gary Neville, Jamie Redknapp, a lot of grief. If they didn't believe in it, they wouldn't be as strong as they are. Nobody's, yeah. nobody's scripting what they're saying as examples. What the individuals say and what the organisations say and do are very different things. I didn't realise it was... I don't, I don't think they give... I don't give the... giant that's apparently got the TV deal for it. Because Dazen, first of all, said that they've got it and then... Flat out denied it, didn't they? They said it was a global tech giant. So I knew we were going to be either Amazon or possibly Facebook or something like that. But we're oh, Facebook as well. Like Facebook as well are involved. Yeah, fuck's sake. <laughs> that was <laughs> one day, weren't it? To be fair. All this, all this rant about I've been doing about Prem flicks all these years, about trying to get a, an OTT Premier League subscription thing. They're finally going to do it, but they're going to do it by getting away from Premier League and Champions League. Yeah, fucking madness. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. It's just I, I can't. I, I, it's one of those things that I thought it'd be quite interesting to see what happens. It's sort of like a global pandemic. And you're thinking about, you know, if this happened, wouldn't it be interesting to see what happened and see how the world fell apart? And it did fall apart. And it's the same sort of thing. You know, I wonder what would happen if these really rich clubs came in and did this. Well, it's finally happening, and they're trying to do it. And I don't think it'll come through. Um, it's, I mean, it's been led, uh, and it has been for many years, led by um, Real Madrid's president, Florentino Perez. Now, Real Madrid... I think, I think he first mentioned it in 2008 or something like that, he first yeah, talked about right. it. Um, now, Real Madrid are currently €900 million Euros in debt. Barcelona are €1.1 billion Euros in debt. And if you billion, look at that, A billion pounds in debt, can you imagine? Now, the, the worst thing for Barcelona is is that the majority of their debt is owed back over the next three years. That is some high interest rates and some they need some very quick returns. So why would they not support this? Why would they not just sell Messi when offers came in? I know. Because <laughs> you can't sell the best asset because then there would be no way financially viable for sponsors to drop out. Don't, matter, don't particularly matter what they sell Messi for, they would never recoup that money in lost sponsorship. Because Messi is um, probably the biggest asset in the world. Um, so from there, from a Spanish point of view, they're going to go for this every day at week, but I don't necessarily mean the Spanish are happy about it. Not the people, no. anyway. Well, we've got a Spanish correspondent. We've got somebody in Spain to tell us what the sort of thought is on the ground. Uh, what I want you to... Why you I, I really to hope speak. he speaks in an accent. <laughs> what, what I want you to remember is when he speaks, I once broke his bedroom by throwing up in his wardrobe. So why you listen to it? Just, just bear that in mind. <laughs> Here we go. Hi, lads. Greetings from Spain. Um, so just a little reaction from the Spanish point of view to the European Super League. Uh, it really does echo the sentiment from the English fans. There is a lot, lot of angry people that feel like the, the presidents of these respective clubs have given, given up. That have taken the money, they've sold the soul to an extent. There's, uh, I saw a really good tweet from some Real Madrid fan 
and they were saying that such an embarrassment to go against uh, to leave a competition like the Champions League or the former European Cup, where that one particular club has won thirteen of its trophies more than anyone else in Europe, anywhere else ever. Um, and they think <clears throat> just saying it's an embarrassment. Uh, the Catalan side of things is again really, really um, close to the, the Liverpool sentiment. That is a club born of the working classes. It's born and its history has come up through, and the rivalry it has with Madrid has always been about the centralised power in Madrid and the money that Madrid has. And Barcelona has always been against it. The, their club motto is uh, in Catalan is Mesquion Club, which is more than a club. And it goes down to the grassroots of things, the things they do in the local communities, the charity work. Um, it's a very, very similar sentiment in Spain. Um, what I did see as well, I saw um, it was sort of a joke tweet, but it made me think. And the joke tweet was um, the Champions League background, and it was Aicha versus Cagliari, the Champions League semi final, for example. And I know it's a joke, but what if the likes of Man United, Liverpool, Real, Barca, Inter, all uh, into Juve dropping out will give rise to teams like Aicha, like Cagliari, like the West Ham's of the English league, like Leeds United, who have got a massive fan base anyway. Auden's going to love this, isn't it? Um, a massive fan base anyway, but lacking that little bit of extra funding. Could these? Could these? This situation turned them into powerhouses of European football. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But there is a, a definite, definite uh, unity in the fact that it's not gone down well in Spain at all. And the Spanish, when they're upset about things, they, they tend to protest. They tend to set the city on fire. Look at look what happened in Barcelona last year. Um, they tried to put them into lockdown and <laughs> set the place on fire. I know it's not quite the same, but they will they'll vote with their feet. They won't go to the clubs. They won't buy the merchandise. And all these clubs are, again, tourist clubs, what we call them in England. There's people that will fly to Barcelona to go and watch a Barca game. There's people that will fly from all over the world to go to Real Madrid. I've been myself. Me and Wayne went to, to Real Madrid and did the tour. So will it affect them in that way? We don't know, but... I'm very happy with what Bayern Munich have done. They've come out and said, listen, this is what we're going to do. We're against it. And the German model with a 51% shareholding from um, the fans should should really be learnt from within the English game. Um, I don't know what, what much else I've got to add to that, but I hope I've given you a good perspective. Um, if you need anything to be translated, boys, give me a shout over. All right. I think that's the most eloquent I've ever heard, Mark. Easily. <laughs> Just for the record, right, I can't guarantee you that he weren't off his tits when he's done that. <laughs> uh, remember, we don't know, that's Wayne's brother, Mark, um, who lives out in the... Still in Ibiza, Wayne? Yeah, he's in Ibiza. Uh, Uday fan. Come on, Uday. So, uh, yeah, um, I asked him for a bit of an update and to translate some of the Spanish media's um, take on this, which... It's pretty much uh, worldwide, to be honest with you. It's, it's a great, the same as uh, England have. 
Um, so it was just good to see a, a, a bit of a different perspective, see if uh, it was any different over there. Bear in mind, in Ibiza, they, they do consider themselves Catalan, so they consider themselves most of them, 99% of them Barca fans. Um, so it, even with the anti-Madrid uh, hatred that they have, they still don't support this breakaway league, which could possibly you could possibly suggest that they might support a breakaway league so they don't have the power that Madrid have, but they still don't support it. Um, anyway, moving on to the, our Spires, uh, the Italian correspondent. Uh, I was gonna <laughs> say, actually, I believe you got Luigi from Super Mario to give us a <laughs> You're busy, unfortunately. Hey, it's a shitty idea. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. We apologise for that accent. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, on Real Madrid, oh boy. Real Madrid is built on, their club is literally built on the Champions League. La Decima, how many years ago, was uh, was supposedly everything to them. And they won three more, 13 Champions Leagues. Um, I know there's a financial side of things, but it, it sort of feels like they're completely betraying the history. The club owners don't care. That's the problem. The history, it, it means nothing. That's and that's the one thing we take. And it's not Real Madrid; it's all of them. Yeah. So the the only ones, like I said, that I was surprised about. I'm not surprised about Chelsea, to be honest. I know they're saying that possibly they weren't uh, necessarily signed up, but I'm not surprised about Chelsea. The only ones I'm a little bit surprised at is City, and and that's not necessarily because of where they've come from or anything like that. Obviously, it's because of. The work they've done around the club since they got there, mm-hmm. uh, built, helping build the infrastructure, local communities, all that sort of thing. They've they've been big on that, so I'm a bit surprised at them. But for 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 the rest of the clubs that are involved in this, uh, possibly Atletico aside, I'm not surprised uh, because because of where they are as clubs compared to possibly where they were ten years ago. And again, that's mm. Tottenham aside as well because they've never been anywhere. Uh, but the, but but the other big European clubs are they're starting to fall. They're starting to sort of fall away a little bit. Uh, Germany and England sort of ruling the roost on that. For, mm. I'm saying that, and obviously, but like you said, I suppose Real Madrid still have a big. Uh, affinity to it competition but it'd be interesting to see what happens in this next week or so because they've basically said they're going to expel them three from Champions League Well one of the Danish executives on the UEFA board says he expects um, the three Champions League teams to be expelled on Friday mm. which would leave PSG as the last man I don't know how that would make the competition work but that's what one of the executives on the board says I mean that's just probably some you know one some dick in it and I don't think that'll happen that's what but, should happen, but there's no way that no way they do that. There were too many legal battles over. But it. it's, it's again, it's, it's the strength of word that's coming out. This doesn't normally come out in these circumstances. You had the viewer for president earlier calling people snakes and liars. That's not what normally comes out from football administrators. This on Sky Sports. Football administrators are normally the most boring people in the world, and when they listen, you don't sort talk. Listen to them because they're just talking. You know, they've got it's all PR pre-prepared nonsense. Uh, and then to come out with the stuff like that, and if for the guy on the Danish guy to come out and say, I expect every, these three teams in the chat, and that's just the Champions League ones, so I, I, can't, I can't remember who's Europa League, but to kick out three of the four teams uh, is, well, interesting. It's only, it's only uh, if you're going to win one. 
<laughs> Stay with me, away. I'm going to bring in a uh, special correspondence for oh, you. Unbelievable. Hello! Hey! Oh, Hello! Hey. arrived. Hey. Um, 47 minutes into the podcast, and we have the fourth Northern Monkey. I'm assuming we only have him for 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just while, just, just while our time's off. Um, Odin, we've talked a lot about it. Um, I've literally talked about nothing else yet, and I don't think we'll have time to talk about anything else, to be honest. Um, Odin, go on. Give us, your, give us the Odin view. Absolute piece of shit. <laughs> um, greed. Um, I, I've... I've had the Budweiser tonight, and uh, I feel ashamed. Ashamed drinking Budweiser, drinking Budweiser, because it's American shit. (laughs) 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 Okay. Have you just had one? Are you sure? No, no. I've had one. I've had one. That first half. Um, But yeah. Crap. Or did you miss the start of the show? Um, where I, wearing the shirt, said, come on, Leeds. Mm. That's how uh, that's how angry I am about all this shit. All right? I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. A couple of Leeds points, though, which are interesting. First of all, Odin, the shirts that Leeds have worn on Monday Night Football, um, I really, really enjoyed. On the back of uh, uh, football's not about fans, and on the front of it, the Champions League sign saying, yeah. earn it. Um I don't think that was a dig at Klopp and people like that. I assume it was just, a, I don't know what, as a Leeds fan, if there's anything sort of press release from the club, is no. it, I assume it's a dig at the higher-ups. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's all come from that. Leeds, they, they've got no to uh, to to have it, to dig out Liverpool as, as a team. Um, Klopp's took it personal, hasn't he? Yeah, um, yeah, I don't like uh, it. Yeah, and do you know what? He's it, it, probably he's taking his frustrations probably out mm. from that. If it's right that they haven't been consulted or in detail about what's going to happen, uh, he, he he's not held back on owners either. So it'd be interesting uh, to see what he says post game in his interview. I agree. See whether he brings it up. Yeah. But I agree, I don't so, think it's a dig at I don't think it's a dig at Liverpool in particular, it's a dig at the twelve clubs. Listen, Liverpool Liverpool yeah. fans are there tonight. At See. outside ground. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Just, yeah. No. So, so, as well as I mean there's Leeds fans here and I, I can I can imagine quite a few football clubs fans are there. Um It's a shame that fans aren't stadiums. Real on a number of levels, but the, the the way the reception that Liverpool would have got at their next home game with sixty thousand Liverpool fans in would have been a sight. And same with City fans and every other fan, the the players wouldn't have got abused, but there would have been some sort of demonstration, and it would have been brilliant to see because they would have let them I, know their thoughts. I think tonight's game would have been probably the perfect game to prove just how much hatred the fans had towards this decision. Possibly the exception of uh, Leeds playing Man U, but just to show how much this decision is hated, because the Leeds fans would have fucking tore into him, absolutely tore into him, both on the both in the stands and outfit afterwards as well. But, uh, that's a different matter. <laughs> but uh, Odin, would you think it'll go through? I mean, not all of, of, of so I think I think basically agreed that we, it could go through, 
but there's a chance it won't. Wayne seems pretty convinced it's definitely going to go through. Um, which what side of the fence are you falling on? Well, at first, when when I seen it, I thought it's, oh, they're just trying to get more money out of uh, UEFA and Champions League, but it's like they've stepped it up a year, haven't they? And uh, they've took it into a place now, unless they're certain that there's not going to be any uh, ramifications from Premier League, um, then they've took it into territory that it's going to be they're either in it or not and we're Premier League talking and where they've gone about they've, Ed Woodward's today and he given up his ECA or something like that uh, but it, it does sound like it is going to go ahead unless I mean, they, they were talking. They, they've, they've agreed today, haven't they? The uh, the re reform at Champions League. Mm. Yes, they have. Yeah. Yeah, I don't radio earlier that <laughs> Ed Woodward had been on on phone to uh, someone, I think, involved in in that decision, saying, "Oh, yeah, it's uh, it basically appeased them because." Mm. Uh, they're just wanting more at pie, aren't they? And it's all. We can't have any more of me. <laughs> <laughs> it's all part. It's all down to them thinking the bigger and commercially they are bigger. But mm. that's that's that. It's football. It's not. Listen, 150 years ago. Where the fuck were Liverpool and Man U? Even 100 years ago. It's it's all it's all one good saying commercially they're bigger commercially we're bigger than fucking Burnley, but we're still yeah. going to be in League One next season with Sunderland. Yeah. We're also yeah. commercially bigger than Burnley, mm-hmm. and that's the beauty of football. It's just a, yeah, it is. That's the thing. You don't you don't have a divine right to be anywhere in a football league pyramid just because you've got a lot of people watch you, or a lot of people like you. Uh, you are where you are because of the decisions you make on pitch. Um, Wayne, you're more of one to financial side than we are. What do you think the impact would be lower down the, the pyramid, even as low as League One and Two? Do you think this will have that much of an impact? Longer yeah, term, surely, yeah. It, it will be. Um, so the new system for parachute payments that they're trying to enforce in would be, instead of giving the three clubs that are relegated the parachute payments, uh, they spread out over the division depending on league finishes, etc., with a minimum amount for each team moving up. Um, that will end because there won't be, or it'll be decimated, basically, probably by, probably to the tune of about 80%, because they'll want to keep the money within the league, because most of the broadcasting um, money will have left the league. And if that's having a knock-on effect, it'll have a knock-on effect further down and further down and further down. What you'll see is a decimation of the transfer market, mm. which you could possibly argue is due based on the inflated prices that some teams have been paying over recent years. Um, but you'll definitely see that you'll, you'll need, um, you'll need the sugar daddies to come back into football and start paying stupid. But could, but could, but yeah, but could you just, could, could, could this be a uh, football re- returning to what it was 
in the late 80s, early 90s. Could that be what it could that be what it is? Get rid of the clubs with that got the monopoly, the big money, and it's sort of an even playing field again. That is, in theory, what I would want to see. I want to see a footballer return to his grassroots. You'd lose a lot of clubs, though, wouldn't you? Yeah, unfortunately, a lot of clubs are dependent on the money that's given to them each season. The TV uh, money wouldn't stop straight away, though, surely. I wouldn't have thought. It it will stop straight away because the broadcasting companies, at the end of the season, will say, we're not paying you for next season's instalment because the, um, the, the deal that we were offered involved a certain standard of football that that standard is no longer there yeah but, but they can't do that because what's to stop man yeah but yeah but what's just let's be realistic about it yeah this is not gonna happen but, but arsenal were in the conversation to get relegated this season for example they were never gonna get relegated we all know that but they were in the conversation to get relegated that could happen to chelsea all all, all the premier have to do is say if tv companies say that you say well We've effectively relegated them. Then sure there'll be, there'll be you, you can't in contract though, won't they? Like say, in terms of clubs not not being able to, uh, if the Premier League are saying and um, we'll go through with what they're going to say in that they won't be able to compete domestically. Mm. Um, but is that the is that the is that the loophole though? They don't kick them out; they relegate them. Internet because that's what they haven't said actually. They haven't said they might relegate. This this is a thing I was going to come on to because little known fact, you aren't technically promoted or relegated to the Premier League. You are voted in. Yeah. Technically you're voted in. Um but it's just a formality. So they begin in July, whatever, the three teams have been promoted from um championship, they're voted on whether to come in and they you know the sail it through and they vote accordingly the same as the three teams to go down however that is the system in place now to pass any vote in the premier league you need 14 votes out of 14 to 6 14 to 6 which means that every single other club would have to vote against them if reports to be believed they are furious the 14 they are furious but every single other club would then have to vote against them knowing that the TV deals that have been negotiated could become null and void by doing that. Could. But they, but all, 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 they do, all, yeah. all they do is then sue the six. You, you're in breach of contract because you're not allowed to leave our league without our say-so. We didn't give you say-so, so we are taking you to court and you will pay the rest of our television contracts. Got, that's a valid argument. Mm, it's a short-term solution, though, yeah. that likes it. Yeah, but, if, but 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 then you can plan for it. If you say to the rest of the Premier League, these dickheads want to leave and we can't stop them, there's nothing we can do. They are going. So what we're going to do is sue them, and there's going to be a stopgap of five years where this cash is going to last us where you are now for let's say five years. After those five years, you are going to see a drop in finances in theory. Plan for it. You've got five years to plan for it, and unfortunately, it's going to have to be a reset. Who's to say in that five years they might not come crawling back? If you're you're at Brighton and you're asked to vote on a policy that kicks those six clubs out of the league, but you know that realistically this is going to result in a massive loss in TV revenue that could take as much as £50 million a season out of your budget, why would it be in your favour to boot them out? They get to stay in Premier League and fight fight further up the Premier League. 
This is why they've got they the bollocks to have done. They might win league. It, you know? <laughs> this is why they've got the the, the bollocks to to have have come up with this idea and to because they think well the lava's back anyway and in all mm. in all reality uh, the pro- they probably could walk back in. Yeah. Uh, welcome but, back. But is it is it is a fan? You think mm. well, you know what? Fuck off! Don't come back. Yeah. Tell what we could do. We could, put, we could put them all in League Three. Oh fuck off, Wayne! <laughs> uh, well, the, be- the good, th- the benefit for you, Wayne, is if this if this does go through, there can't be a League Cup because there's not enough room in the calendar for a League Cup. There isn't actually room in the calendar for the revamped Champions League, uh, but Wayne has four extra. Hashtag uh, scrap the League Cup, bitches. Wayne may be getting his his, uh, his hope on that. Um, yeah, no, there is a real danger though if they do go off into a and break away into a um, European Super League and don't play domestically, there is a genuine risk of beatings. That that, that is that, that that's not me really taking the piss. That is a genuine risk. You only get rid of six teams. Yes, and what's wrong with them replacing them with B teams further down in League Two? Well, I think I, I think well, there's six six teams in Conference and six teams in Conference South and North that could pop yeah. up. Well, on this bollocks topic, I am... Thank you very much, George. <laughs> it's, been a ple- it's been a very pleasant 15 minutes. Oh, no. what's the score? Oh, please don't tell me. Because you know I'm behind a couple of minutes, Wayne. They've not scored again, have they? No. <laughs> I mean, to me, it looks like they're about to kick off. Yeah, they are about to kick off. What's the score, Rod? Uh, 1-0. Why, Rod? I supported you! And, uh, and, uh... Well, this is this is what happens when too many people like us. Yeah, pricks. <laughs> See you later. No worries, mate. See you in a bit. Bye. Bye. Uh, Sky Sports News are now reporting that Jesper Moller of the executive committee uh, from uh, UEFA is saying that they could be banned on Friday. That's also been reported by somebody else. I can't find the tweet anymore, but now. It's been repeated by several people that they could be banned on Friday. I think uh, that would be Champions a huge, teams. huge statement to say we're, risk, not though, fuck, we're not fucking about you. <laughs> you you're either fucking total line or you're gone. Big, yeah, I agree. Big financial hit there if they're not going to have a, a Champions League semi-final and final. Well, it's a bigger financial hit to not have a fucking Champions League, which they wouldn't know, have. It's, I, I agree. I think it's a, a big bold move, and it's a, one of them ballsy moves you have to make. But it's a it's a hit. It's a big hit in the short term. Yeah, yeah. It's been it's been a funny little funny little day. You got RB Leipzig and people like that taking the moral high ground, and that's just bizarre that Red Bull and people like that. Have, it, this is what they're forcing us to do: is look at other teams as not necessarily the bad guys, even though they are the bad guys, really. These are the worst guys. It's like a series of 24. They showed a picture earlier that the, the the movie villain is Shake Mansour, but the real villain is the you know the white guy that's worth four billion pounds at Liverpool. It's just like a TV film that's in the later stage of the series. We're going. Yeah, just looking at the at the eight teams left in the two competitions, five mm. of them are part of the breakaway twelve, aren't they? But you've only got. I don't, I don't know Europe. I can't think. I've got Europe League to, to handle. So Europe League, it's I think it's Arsenal, and then Arsenal, Villarreal, isn't it? Yeah, so you could have Villarreal and Roma as a final. So you can have Villarreal and Roma as a final, but uh, uh, whatever it's called, Europa League. And then a winner of that can play PSG. 
Ah, PS, PSG, PSG again. They're, they're meant to be the villains, but they've come out and done really well. So just give them the fucking trophy. <laughs> no, it's only way they're winning it. It's only way they're winning it. Who would have thought we'd be cheering on PSG? Fucking hell. What's happened in the last 24 hours? What's going on? The world has turned upside down. Um, finally, not all, we've talked about a lot, but the teams that deserve credit are the German teams in particular. Um, they're going to lose that financially as well. Those 12 teams are part of Bayern Munich's history of playing these giant teams of European football. If they lose that, they are also going to take a financial hit, but they're clearly willing to take it. The 50, 51% is fan-owned, and the 51% don't care about the financial side of it, really. They're there for the football, and they're there for integrity of their competitions that they're playing. Champions League, if they go, I think the Champions League will still exist. I think it'll just exist without them. With the 12? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Important question. Would you... I mean, I, I don't know whether either of you actually do have BT Sport or not, which is what's used in the UK for streaming. The I do have BT Sports. Natalia, <laughs> <laughs> would you pay for BT Sport next year for the Champions League without those 12 teams in? I don't pay yeah. for it anyway. <laughs> I, I, all right. It, it does, guys. Gotcha yeah. actually gets it free as part of his mobile phone contract. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, I've got your OB, don't I? <laughs> um, I, I? I pay ten pound on the, con- on the phone contract for it, and I, I would probably pay it for the Champions League. It, yeah, probably. Yeah. It certainly, for, do you know what? In first year or two, anyway, people are doing yeah. just but for the interest in the different teams. It's like Premier League. I think, I think in that first year or two, if you were mm. to lose those six teams, you'd still have a mass interest because somebody knew who's going to win it. Yeah, it's and the, the, some teams from from nowhere are going to get Champions League football or Europa League football. But then, but then it continues, doesn't it? Because then once you've got that, them clubs, let's say, for example, we, none of us want this to happen. Let's say it went through and then Leeds United become a top club again. We don't want this, but that could happen. Leeds United have got the history. So if they had a couple more league titles, then we don't, they are already a big club in waiting. Mm. If they had another couple of league titles to them, they've filled the void of one of them six clubs. Do they, then get, are, do, do they then get an invite, well, though? Well, exactly. Where does it stop with invites? Leicester on the verge of becoming a big club. You had two or three more titles to them and three seasons of Champions League. They then become a big club and replace one of the teams you've lost. They're a big city. Leeds are a fashionable club. You've got all these clubs. These clubs aren't irreplaceable, as shown as in the history of football. Look at Nottingham Forest in 1980. Nobody thought Nottingham Forest would be where they are because they won two European Cups. They are where they are because they end up being shit. They are not irreplaceable, and that's the key thing about this. They are very important, uh, but... If they decide to fuck off, football will still be here after they have gone. That's that's the point of promotion and relegation, is that you're only there on merit. You are not there because of Orange yeah, and your history. Just ask Sunderland, Leeds, Forest, Ipswich, all these teams that have gone down to League One. Wednesday, Sheffield. Bolton in League Two. Pompey? They want Mm. Bolton, one of the close shops, so don't bring them up. <laughs> oh, wait, I can't remember the name of bloke at Bolton. Oh, yeah, I mean. Selios, weren't it? No. No. It worked. It worked. He oh, died, didn't he? He died, recently. he died a couple of years ago, didn't he? No, I can't remember his name now. I can't remember his name now. Anyway, I, no, no, I think I know what you mean. Um, yeah. 
yeah, anyway, final, final, you two, just quickly final thoughts. We're going to have an hour on one single subject, which is not like us, but not all, just final thoughts on it for, until next week when we'll have to talk about it again. My final thoughts on it. Wank. Don't do it. That's it, really. No, if, 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 if they're going to do it, fuck them off. Stick to what you're saying. Fuck them off. Don't let them in. Still let the English players play for England, though, because we'll not win you as we are. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why Germany have decided not to not to allow it because they want all the German players to play at Euros this summer. They've seen it coming. <laughs> Wayne? Um, final sum up for me. You do have a choice as a fan here, and that choice is A, not to buy the TV deals that are associated with this, and B, not to support the clubs who are doing with this. This is a fight for the soul of football and soul of the European model of football. All right? Not very often as football fans that we sort of are united in what we agree. Um, but this is definitely one of those times where we agree that this is a bad idea. You can't wave this one through. You've got to stand up and say, this is not how English football and it's not how European football is going to work. Back, uh, do not sign up to the deals. Do not support the clubs that do this. There's nothing to say that in 10 years' time you can't go back to supporting that club. Instead, in the meantime, support your local non-league team until this bullshit is sorted. Well, I'll tell you all that we're, that we're only one step away from Martin Luther King. That beautiful. <laughs> I have a dream. You <laughs> <laughs> had a dream that things would stay as they are. Yeah. Who would have thought Wayne would be fighting for things to stay as they are? <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with that. <laughs> I echo all that, uh, and ho- yeah, I'm hoping I, that some... did you did you notice Wayne that he changed it from I agree to I echo there? <laughs> <laughs> I thought I echo sounds a bit cleverer. I went I went doing that on purpose on that occasion. I'd have done before. Craig Holland's still having a shot for it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, final upbeat point before we go. A couple of shout outs to Craig. First of all, Craig Holland yes. for abusing Lax on Twitter. Love that. Thank you very much. Um, Carl big fan of the show. Um, a couple of lads I work with, Sean and uh, and the rest of them that uh, have been watching. Keep enjoying. Some of the rest of them that don't deserve a proper mention. Everybody else that watches all this. I'm not. I'm not specifically mentioning full names for obvious reasons. Um, but the point is, everyone you seem to be enjoying the show. Give us a like and subscribe. Where's the monkey, Alexa? Where's the monkey? Bomb. The screen. Is it done? Yeah. It's it not is. There. Yeah. Well, it's not there now, but it will be there when the video's on YouTube. Uh, press the monkey. Press like, the monkey. share, subscribe, Dan Senior. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck the system. That's what I said. Um, as we... <laughs> we'll be back next week. Uh, in theory, we'll talk about football that's happened. Uh, League Cup final this weekend as well, uh, which is... The Mourinho's left and there's all sorts to talk about, but yeah, at time. So um, we'll see you all next week when... Who the, who the fuck knows what we're talking about? Thanks, not all. It's been a good, it's been a good one tonight, I think. Lovely, thoroughly enjoyable. Really enjoyable. From Wayne Pie, it's been good. Pleasure as always. Thank you very much. We'll see you all very, very soon. Cheers, guys.